With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Ah, yeah, no, that clear. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind Group Community Call and the Orion Mind School of the Prophets. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Today is Sunday, the 10th of February, 2019. Tonight's speaker is Gary Ray which is also known as the White Wolf. And you're, you're good to go, brother. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I, uh, like I said, I don't believe in happenstance. Um, there's no such thing as coincidence. Everything that happens, there is a rhyme, reason, rhythm, uh, or you've initiated a program uh, behind it to, to manifest it, or... Um, someone's endeavoring to step into your realm and um it's kind of like i told you you know as a shooter um when a guy pops that sight on me i can feel him and i can make him miss but you get that that uh you know that that goose flesh, it's kind of like it said, man who the goobies just come all over me well when i dial in um, I can feel that, and um, um, I can become very, very, very accurate. Um, Dick Sutpin and them at Valley of the Sun Publications, and Dick is uh, a heck of a hypnotherapist and uh, mind control op, uh, researcher, and he was married to Trish at the time. I don't know if he's still with her or not, but uh, they were doing um, RV training, and... Um, Dick added the program or a, a statement to the program of induction uh, when he was teaching them how to do certain things. And he added, uh, you will now begin to operate in your higher mind, your higher self. And uh, when he did, uh, see, whatever program, whatever you think is the thing. And so um, they sent the women out, and they would be like running targets. They'd give them a target, you know, and nobody would know about it. The class wouldn't know. And so they would send women to different places, and one of the places they used to like to go was the park because they had, you know, a restroom facility for the ladies and stuff. And uh, so um, the operators were there, you know, the, the RVers, and um, the women would take their break, and they would go to the restroom. Well, hell, that don't mean nothing. A walk like nothing to an RV. Hell, we can see anywhere we want. <laughs> and uh, so uh, they started giggling, and Dick asked him, he said, what's going on? He said, well, Trish is wearing polka dot underwear. <laughs> <laughs> they were correct. <laughs> she had on red 
underwear with white polka dots. And they told they told about you know the other women what they were wearing, and uh, so they stopped going to the restroom uh, at the uh, at the park. But they made sure they had all the tanks were ever empty, as they fellow said before they left. And uh, then uh, when uh, you get the word, you can do that. And see, I, I am trained. Um, and augmented um, everything that we found out into my program that was beneficial so that I built it and put it into my subconscious mind and see uh, out of the heart. And that's what the heart is, the middle subconscious mind. Uh, she produces everything that you put in there, just like the uterus does when spermatozoa is put in it. Uh Brother, let me tell you something. You are real close to being damn right on top of it, L.A., uh, because they do. They can uh, get a group of guys, and they can influence a thought, a train, thought train, a thought train into a group of people. And uh, they may set a team up on it. And uh, let's say you got three, five, seven, twelve-man team, and uh, they'll project and start working that program into a group of people. Well, because the people do not know that they can resist that, uh, that program starts operating and they begin to take on the mindset. And that's why I keep telling you all that you can change the paradigm. See, you have weapons, spiritual weapons. Spiritual, there is the word mental. And you just might as well get head out of breakfast and wake up. That's what it means. And uh, he, um, as we would go through these different things, we could become very, very, very uh, accurate, <laughs> uh, just to put it mildly. And um, we could get the coordinates of, uh, let's say, where an aircraft went down, uh, or the depth, uh, how deep water is in the ground, huh? and you got to drill down, whether it's sweet water or it's blue water. I mean, just like you're using a... Um, a, uh, a dousing rod. And somebody said, oh, man, you can't do that. That's the devil. Oh, shut up, dummy. I mean, you're just ignorant. You don't know. Because what happens is, uh, um, well, when you start talking about the Ouroboros, LA, um, or uh, law fan, you're talking about uh, uh, the ability to remote view and where you create a time slot and uh, you step into the wormhole that you created by thought. And the shortest distance between two points is not linear, 186,000 um, uh, feet per second, uh, but uh, it's 144,000, uh, and yet it's accurately 143.7. And that's circular light because it's quicker than linear. And so... Uh, when you understand that you can jump that high just by going from linear to circular, uh, which is what you're doing with the Ouroboros Boris type of training techniques, um, and all it is is teaching you how to open and use your own mind, the God mind that's inside. Well, uh, you eventually will learn that wherever you put a thought, it is the thing. Now, Jim, tell me something. Yes, sir. Okay. 
Oh, I was looking to see uh, on the chat because I, I was I was noticing who was typing it in and asking the questions, and I thought, wow, I thought I was on the participant side, but I'm not. I'm on the chat side. <clears throat> anyway, you got you got seven oh four and three eighteen in there. Well, um, a three one eight number is going to be Donna, and a seven oh four number is going to be Paulette. I'm sure. But nevertheless, uh, the, I had a great time talking to him. But uh, all of a sudden, out of the woodwork, see, you knew that Al Belick and I were friends. And Al was tied to the Eldridge Project, the USS Eldridge and the Philadelphia Project Rainbow, uh, Phoenix. I mean, they got several names that it ties to. And yet he was also tied to Operation Paperclip because uh, Duncan... Edward and um, Al's dad was over Operation Paperclip uh, from Navy Intel and Research, or R&D, Research and Development, and that's where the Nazis were brought to this country. Uh, The German people lost the war. The Nazis did not, and um, they were brought here. As a matter of fact, like I've told you time and again, if you said NASA, NASA, they should have said Nazi aviation. Nazi Aviation Space Administration, because or agency, because they're the ones that ran it. Warner von Braun, he was a former SS officer uh, and a uh, rocketeer, and uh, so I mean, unique things happen. But see, in thought, there is no time, no space, no distance. That's mind lab there. And what happens is that we found that we could take and literally create an orange and apple, bring it out of nothing, if you will by our fault and make it manifest and you could give it to someone there close to you and they could eat it. Tastes delicious. It'd be just flawless. And uh, we even took uh, uh, time as as a measurement, but see, people are acclimated to what you're calling and we know of as time. And the Yeshuits got control of that. And the main reason they got control was because they created a new time and they changed the laws of, uh, of uh, um, say, like Saturday to Sunday, uh, and in reality, it, it rotates. It's not just like they teach it. But um, what happens as you do that, you change and disconnect from the truth. Boy, they're flying me low and heavy now. I got a helo. Oh, yeah, they're flying over my house. They probably, they probably run 1,200 feet. But uh, and he's on quiet mode. He didn't load the pitch. But um, anyway, um, when you look, you are there. And so you have to educate a person to get them up to speed to where they can accept that. And uh, this is why when you really get to technology, used to we'd say that technology was 50, 75, 100, or 150 years, um, ideally optimum. Um, in advance. Well, in reality, they're over a thousand years in advance. And uh, how you get people up to that? See, you're, you're going to have some rock and rolly, shake and bake stuff going on as people wake up to that knowledge. And uh, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> man, somebody's sick. I feel it. Anyway. Uh, um, as uh, I learned to take and 
being kind, if you will, I learned that I could open a slot and what the conscious mind would accept and relate to is time. Because, see, you can't do something if you do not believe it uh, or think it in the conscious range as well as in the subconscious that you can do it. But if you really know what you're doing, you can step behind the veil just as the high priest would like Aaron. You'd be plowing in two worlds, the holy place and vagina, and the most holy place being the uterus behind the cervix, the veil of three wings, just like the veil in, say, the temple. <clears throat> and um, when you do that, uh, the Shekinah is the superconscious mind. There's nothing she don't know. There's nothing she can't do because she is tied to the absolute creation of everything that is. You may like it. You may not like it. You may believe in in spirituality, and you may not, but the fact of the matter is that, Baba, let me tell you, high mama is working, and uh, we're made in that image of the creator because we have male and female capabilities. Adam, these two aspects, male and female, were one flesh, one atom, and people have forgot that. Well, if you train them or school them away from that, It's just as if they're just an average limited man or woman not knowing how to access the divine self that's within them. And these sorry preachers, I'd I'd love to just line them up, drop their drawers, and do like they do in Indonesia and take a cane and just tear their butt smooth up, beat some sense into their ass because they ain't got nothing in their head. And (laughs) anyway... uh, an animal can sense that. You're correct. Uh, they, um, that's why it tells you not to abuse an animal because they got feelings. You watch a, a mama cow or, or a dog or cat and their babies. And, brother, they'll protect them just like a woman will her children or, or um, the men uh, will, uh, uh, you know, watch over them, but not to the degree that a mama will. I mean, you mama's baby dude, you might as well just wake up. And... Uh, Daddy maybe, but mama's baby for sure. Well, as you do that, once you can break down the barrier of limitation in your own conscious thinking and realize that if you follow a certain principle, see, like uh, they'll say, I come in the name, and they'll go crazy over the name Jesus, and then they'll go crazy over the name Yahshua HaMashiach, and they do not understand that what they are saying is that Yod, Hey, Bob, Hey is a formula. And it's just like copulation. It's the same process except it's on the mental spiritual realm. And so as you put that thought in there, like I hear people, I used to train them um, in um, MLM, uh, I would always get the guys and the gals that didn't have a a college education or they were high school dropouts. And, man, they would go nuts. And they said, why do you do that? Why don't you get those that have the degrees? I said, because they come here thinking they know something. And I have to tear that down to get them to understand they have been taught the wrong way of thinking. Just like I take students that were F students in 7 to 30 days, depending on their age 
and they're uh, following my instructions. I'd turn them from F to an A and never teach them nothing about school. I'd teach them how to think. They didn't know the answer. I'd teach them how to read the teacher's mind. Somebody said, oh, God, you can't do that. That's the devil. You better figure out how Saul, when he was with the school of the prophets, the sons of the prophets, he began to do and prophesy, foretell and disclose, just like the sons of the prophets. The problem with Saul was later on, as he became king, now notice that he's a Benjamite, the number is 12, the son of Yah in men or mem. So the son of Yah is cohabited or linked with the feminine aspect. And uh, you go back to Egyptian teaching to understand mem and men. And um, so uh, he uh, forbid the witches. So they got a bad term that they use for witches. What is a witch? Really and truthfully, a true witch is someone that's a prophetess or a prophet. And uh, they can do what the real spiritual gifts are. But people have made it so bad and denigrated it to such a level that to them, <clears throat> you got to kill them all. I mean, and then there's some out there that claim they're witches. They don't know they're back from holy ground. But nevertheless, uh, uh, he went to the witch of Endor. Where was she? He was in the valley of Endor. Oh, wait a minute here. So Saul went, and they had to guarantee her that they wouldn't kill her because Saul had a decree that uh, if you were a witch or you sought the familiar spirit, well, the familiar spirit, how familiar? Your own spirit, your own mind. Nothing's said. It's just a matter of your concept of it, what you believe it is. And uh, because the ever-living doesn't die. Well, the spirit of Samuel is part of the spirit of the divine. The problem was is it's taught is that they were saying that he was trying to contact the dead instead of getting the answer from the ever-living. And so because of that fear that Saul had, this was the response that Samuel gave. But Samuel had been a prophet uh, and was intended to be a prophet, a Nazarite. Wait a minute. Nazarite can't drink. Nazarite can't cut his hair. Oh, he's not supposed to cohabit with women. Somebody's got something wrong. Because Samuel was a Nazarite, just like Samson. And Samuel had sons. If you don't have a wife, you don't get them kind of things. And it's like uh, Peter had a mother-in-law. Peter had to have a wife. You don't get a mother-in-law unless you've got a wife to go with it. I mean, that's, that's just part of it. And so what they did, <coughs> and, <coughs> wow, boogie, break contact with that individual, break contact. I'll deal with them individually in a minute, but not right now. i got things I need to do. Shwaj wajitahe. Anyway, uh, well, I ain't talking to the dead, damn it. To me, there's nothing dead. How can he ever live and die? And yet every thought that's ever been is within the mind of the, of the divine aspect. 
It's like a file cabinet. And Jose used to teach it that way when he used saran wrap. Um, the whole past, present, and future is like saran wrap. Wad it up in your hand, make a ball out of it. Stretch it back out. All them little crinkles of this and that and the other, those are people, things, and situations. And if you can see a simple symbol like that, you can transcend the mind and be anywhere present. For nothing shall be hid from thee. They could see far from wherever they are. Uh, ah, was I not with thee, uh, Gehazi, when they stepped down from the chariot? Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait a minute here, uh, Elijah. Uh, you, you back here at the deal. I'm out there negotiating a change of clothes. How did you know? Because there's nothing hid from the mind of the ever living. It's just your concept of it. And so as you begin to realize these spiritual weapons, because they are the weapons of your warfare, they can destroy kingdoms, they can stop armies. Um, somebody said, oh, I don't believe it. Well, you need to go back and take a look at Elisha, or Elisha, as you want to call it, and uh, Elijah and what all was done. Uh, you blind a whole army, you better figure out somebody's got control of somebody's mind or has the ability to control it. And all you have to do is have a higher order. Well, the higher order you go, you don't have to fear those people because they're going to act as the Creator does, the divine self. And so people's fears are running them away from the divine gifts an operation of the spirit or mind, 4151 strong Greek. And uh, as you begin to see that, you uh, can do all kinds of things. Uh, what is the soul? Well, the soul is really the ability to feel, taste, touch, think, smell, defecate, etc. It is what you would call, and he became a living soul. He had to have the ability to transcend and be able to sense and feel in matter. See, we're in matter through the physical body. But in the spiritual mind body, oh, man, no time, no space, no distance. And uh, so I realized that time as a measurement, like gravity, is not what you think it is, um, because if you use certain formula, you can do what is known as a hyperspace uh, uh uh, gravity drive system, and you can do push-pull much as you would, let's say, compressed air on a nuke sub when they when they crank off a torpedo. you got one aspect opening the hole, the path in front, and uh, the other aspect of driving the gas bubble behind it, so it's pushing and it's pulling, and the, the, the shell that's created around that torpedo is more or less like a vacuum tube. And so you can transcend time and space. Uh, anyway, I mean, you start to get into high technology when you start doing stuff like that. But nevertheless, uh, whispering winds in there. Hello, brother. How you doing? I trust that you're feeling better. Anyway, uh, as you begin to learn to do that, you can stretch or dilate time the concept of time, and put in a new thought picture. Well, when you hold that picture for seven seconds and let that image close back, 
time will now take on the shape of the new thought you put in it. And he called those things that were not as though they already were, and thus they became. So, I mean, if you understand what you're reading and what's really being said there, I mean, there's nothing you can't do. And uh, Wen Chung, okay, you're going to Ip Man, Ip Man. I mean, Bruce Lee trained with him one time and uh, claimed that Ip Man was his teacher, but he really wasn't. Uh, Bruce Lee had learned from his father, who was a Tai Chi master of the Supreme Ultimate, and uh, you're going back to Yang Chen Fu and Yang Shen Do and uh, Yang Lu Kan, who initially got uh, what became uh, the uh, Yang form, but it was a blend because he had been taught in the House of Chen. Uh, listen, I mean, I've studied and done a lot of this stuff, so I mean, uh, imagine and the universe will direct to manifest all that. Nail it down. That's it. Don't let it get away. Uh, put a coat of shellac over it so everybody can keep it clear and see it, because that's that's technically uh, um, um, what you're doing. And uh, see, that's why in Kong fighting or Kong energy, you're accessing the divine self. You're accessing what people might call poltergeist power or ability uh, in energy. It's just that a child usually wakes up to it as they're in adolescence growing up, and they'll throw a temper tantrum and step into that through a concentrated area because of imagination, and all of a sudden a car goes flying across the street or a house, uh, uh, all the furniture stowed to one side. And somebody says, my God, that's the devil. No, it's what it is. It's someone that hasn't learned to use their mind, but they've accessed the divine self, and when they've done that, Man, there's unlimited. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Go to, hey, Bob, hey, there's your formula again. So if I'm coming in the name, I'm coming in the nature, the characteristics of action of those four letters. When I say Yahshua, Hamashiach, oh, I'm saying that go to, hey, Bob, hey, is the saving state, the divine aspect, ha, Shem. I just said the divine palace. The Shem is a missile, the land of the missiles. Oh, well, that's a, what a palace is. So if you're in the land of ha, Shem, you're in the land of the big palace. You're going behind the veil, and you have learned how to plow with your heifer. And the heifer of your mind is the divine self. And so as you take and put these thoughts and ideas in there, uh, she will do everything for you because she's the mother of all life, all creation. She manifests everything for you, but you must impregnate her either with sperm as a physical woman or as a thought acting in the capacity of something on the order of sperm. Am I making sense to you, Jim? Go ahead. Yes, sir, brother. I understand exactly what you're saying. I mean... It would do people a lot of good to really play co pay close attention to what you're bringing forward. I mean, because there's power in in their words. If they oh yeah, they are okay. Well, let's let's demonstrate a little bit. Whispering wind up in Glenmore, Louisiana, is uh, are there back? Good thing. He said he still got his mouth is burning, and he wants me to remove that so that he can get all of his healing. 
All right, those of you that want to participate, just close your eyes, take two or three deep breaths, exhaling slowly, and visualize whispering wind. Whispering wind is a, is a man. Uh, uh, just visualize a white light around that name, and you'll have him tagged in. And what we're going to take, and um, you can do as I do, and we'll project and shoot that energy direct into him. Because what we're doing is we're going to revive and recharge the divine energy in that physical temple body. And uh, he'll get his healing. Larry, no time, no space, no distance. Shawaki hit that kind of hit that hit. Uh, it'd be like a warm cap over. Oh man, I feel it all my legs and everywhere. Shawaki, I remove that sickness. I command it to leave. Okay, now I'm going to run energy to rebuild it, to renew it. I'm going to spin it to the right now instead of to the left. So, no time, no space, no distance. It is as I think and say it is. So, all right, Larry. I, I, <laughs> oh, man. So we all have the ability for telepathy, telekinetics, uh, clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentiency. Uh, these are just different man-idealized terms for divine gifts. You look, you got nine gifts of the Spirit, but you got nine fruits. And uh, you don't have one without the other, you have them both. <sighs> oh. 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 You know, there are certain foods, there are certain foods that are very beneficial. Uh, let's say uh, an avocado because of the seed. It's beneficial to the ovaries in a woman. And it's beneficial to the testes with spermatozoa uh, in the epididymis uh, on a man. Uh, yes, absolutely. And uh, okay, whispering wind. Hello, how you feeling now, brother? Or are you still shouting and running across the room? <laughs> Praise Java. Brother, let me tell you something. When they get released. Uh, I mean, I'm here to tell you, oh, it's like an orgasm because that's what the hell really happened. I that divine that, energy went through, and as you hooked up with it, I mean, man, that's you're in the presence of the ever-living because, see, in reality, you've got the ever-living inside. It's just the blockage. Whatever was limiting you is removed, and you're tied in. You're connected directly to it. And yeah. it's yeah. the hook. Ah. Ah, you got a hot. Oh, hey, man. Larry, you bound to be okay, friend. I can feel it up oh. here, brother. 
<laughs> I know it's a movie. Yeah, you feel it everywhere. It's, it's, yes, Yahweh's sir. everywhere. There's nowhere that God is not. And so once you understand that concept, uh, man, let me tell you something. You can become very, very powerful. And if uh, male or female, if you have a good emotion or you can create a visualized thought form or a picture image, and you can empower it. Um, I explained to a lady this afternoon there was a woman that had had a stroke and certain things, and I taught her how to create the orgasm. And then when she would have the orgasm, the afterglow of it, how to see her body perfectly healed, etc. Six months down the road, she was. And uh, the only thing left was that her right hand, she uh, just couldn't let herself accept healing in that hand and wrist. And uh, she burned herself making jam. And uh, she called me crying on the phone, and uh, she was in Florida, and, you know, I was down around Louisiana, Texas, over in that neck of the swamp. And uh, I called her down, and I said, all right, I'm going to project to you. You'll feel my hand on your hand, and the pain will go away. Boom. Instantly it did. I run energy on her, and it wasn't just a little bit. She said, oh, my God, I can move my hand. I said, the reason you had to get burnt, remember, no such thing as coincidence. I said, you could not allow yourself to move that right hand. That was uh, uh, the telltale sign of limitation in your mind. I said, but once we burn it, you now got to where you could feel it, couldn't you? She said, yes. I said, you could move your fingers, yes? She said, yes. I said, and now... The blisters and everything, the because man, if you're if you're of high melanin and you get burnt, they'll get them big white spots all over them when they get burnt. <coughs> anyway, it wasn't just about two or three minutes, and she said, "Oh my God, Gary!" She said, "Even the even the scars are gone. The bubbles have gone down. They're not there anymore. Hey, nothing cut. Just knowing what you're doing." and how to help them. And he healed them because he sent forth his word. He sent forth his thought. So foolishness come uh, by the foolishness of preaching, preparation by teaching, he healed them. You're doing the same thing. There's no difference. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Whisper and Wind said it's better now. Thank you. Yeah, I, I got that. Uh, Matter of fact, I was probably spitting up from him, um, and because uh, I am an empath, I mean, I literally can pull it out of you and take it. And uh, but you need to know how to break contact uh, because you don't want to uh, pack all of their thoughts and ideas around with you. And see, those are electromagnetic, and uh, that's why you can get people in a mob, and one individual can crank that mob, uh, and then the mob goes into that flurry of, of uh, thought and they become one with it and so they call it mobocracy or mob rule. So if you're a Democrat, you're talking about the demon uh, aspect of thought as a mob on the land. They don't know the true law, but they've got their ideas of what they want. And it doesn't make any difference what anybody else says, thinks, or does. It's what they conceive of or they want done. That's why they don't all get these power gifts in operation, because they destroy the world. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) 
It's, right. it's nice to see Whisper win in there again. That's nice to hear and see you, brother. Do what? I was saying it's nice to see Whisper and win in there again. That's good. We kind of missed it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, that's it. Yep, that's her. And uh, Donna must have backed out. She, she may have to come back. Yeah, Donna, come back in again. She just higher up the ladder. Um, let me kick back over to the chat side. But uh, anyway, if anybody's got a question, now would be a great time to, 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 you know, to either type it in or whatever. Let's throw it out here so the people can see and uh, begin to enter into this. Mmm, uh, sure. Ah. Mm-hmm. I, I feel it. Paulette, how is the knee doing? Ah, is that your sister with the knee? Uh, uh, sweet to hell. They're on the phone, brother. Do you want me to unmute them? You can. Lock them and clock them. Um, either Donna or Paulette, they both uh, kind of rattling around in that bucket. You want me to mute one of them at a time or both? That's up to you, son. You, you don't want to pull in the trigger on this uh, operation. Well, they unmuted. Hi, this is, this is Paulette. My sister is doing wonderful. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed speaking with you today and listening to you this evening. And, you know, what a really blessing to speak with you and to listen to you share tonight. So thank you so much. And I, I really, true, truly appreciate it. And God bless you so very, very much. Well, I thank you, Alec. Accept your good intentions. Um, I tell you what, when you when you're saying it, I've looked the term up, and I literally have stopped using the term bless. Let me say why. I was talking to an individual one day, and he said, "Wow, have you ever listened to that term?" And I said, "What blessings?" And he said, "Yeah." He said, "What if it is really saying be less?" He said, that's a curse, isn't it? I said, ooh, daddy rat. (laughs) Listen to here, we got a cat. And I began to realize that when you say terms, uh, you have to go back and look up the root meaning of a term. Like we'll say, boy, that's a nice lady. You better look up that meaning of that word nice because if that woman hears you calling her nice and she knows what it means, she's liable to slap your underwear loose from you. Uh, because you're calling her one of the worst things that she could be. And um, uh, so you have to stop and think about words and terms. They've changed them. Uh, see, English is the is the witching language, if you will, because they use it to bastardize word terms and their meanings. It's kind of like uh, you can go into a court and they use legally. Well, you can say a term, and they say a term, and uh, to you it means one thing, and uh, they're using the same word, but to them it has a different meaning. Remember Bill Clinton? Well, is, 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 or is, is, <laughs> is. What is the definition of the is there? See, if I don't know it, then I better not use that term. 
And Carl Dahlstrom uh, was a guy that I know in Texas. He was a, uh, a law professor, and um, he tore the attorney general for the state of Texas a brand-new sit-down spot. I mean, he lit him up. And all he did was he had about six or eight words on the paper, and he says, define. And it was the, why, what, if. I mean, he, he made him define simple terms, what they meant. And boy, when that attorney general come back with him, Carl whipped his tail before the Texas Supreme Court's passed and made his head swim. And so uh, the attorney general was beat so bad, he did not understand that Carl had won. And uh, he uh, filed a suit to demand that the court uh, enforce uh, the payment judgment uh, on Carl to, to the attorney general's office. And... Um, when the attorney general stated his case, the uh, the Supreme Court justice or judge there, he looked over and popped his mic and he says, uh, would you two gentlemen please approach the bench? He looked over quietly with his hand over the mic and he says, Mr. Attorney General, I understand that you do not realize that you lost the case. And if I were you, I would uh, beg Mr. Dahlstrom's pardon and indulgence and let this matter go away before the state of Texas um, comes under jeopardy and uh, has to pay uh, because of the error in this particular case. Do you understand me, sir? You could see shot go all over that attorney general. Yes, sir, Your Honor. He apologized to Carl, and they dismissed the case. But see, it was all on the basis of what does this word mean, that word mean, how are they using it. And so that's why by thy words thou art ensnared, and by thy words thou art overcome. And yet, by those same words, if you know how to use them, you can build a house. You can set yourself free. It's all right there together. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I do understand. Thank you so much. i tell you what you do when you're training them to work for you. I used to make them visualize the check in their hand. I said, I don't want you to see people to talk to. I want you to see people putting the check or the money in your hand. But why would you do that? I haven't got it yet. I said, that's why you don't get it. That's right. I do believe that. Oh, honey, you better believe it. That is correct. That I is the real that. deal. And uh, nobody could touch one of my downlines. I mean, listen, I blew them, through, blew them out so fast that the whole company stood on, on the leg of my downline. And um, I, I don't recall how many... It was several thousand people we had in it in 45, 60 days. I mean, it was just amazing what happened. But here again, you know, the people you work with, uh, while they appeared good, um, they all did not have uh, a true heart. And um, that's what killed that system is because of the corruption, the graft that was in the minds of those that were there and them trying to scam the system over their fellow man. But uh, you teach them to see that check in their hand and uh, see them doing prosperous and happy. 
I remember Catherine Ponder told a story one time, and um, in metaphysics, uh, and that's the beginning foundation of uh, physics or physical movement. And uh, she told the story of a lady that had listened to her, and so the lady went out and visualized this piece of property that she wanted. And uh, she come back and she says, uh, uh, "Am I have I done everything right?" She said, "Did you did you put in there that you had enough finances to operate the the you know the house and everything that you want?" She said, no, I didn't. She said, I would advise you to go back and change and put your confession in there, but add in there that you had enough financial wherewithal to be able to um, operate the house and, you know, be victorious in all your endeavors. Another man uh, done the same thing, and uh, he wanted to live there, but he didn't get the part about having enough to be able to sustain and run the property. He did get there, and he did get to live there. But instead of being in the main house and owning that property, he wound up being in the servant's bungalow out back. And so uh, what you say, you can either limit your progress or you can hinder it. And uh, the same thing goes uh, with healing. Um, all of these gifts, if you call something that's not as though it's not, um, they'll say, well, I've been praying and uh, Father, give me this, give me that. I said, you're not going to get it. Why not? God will hear me. I said, well, he's, God is hearing you, so to speak. I said, but here's the problem. You're requesting it to be done. You're not confessing that it is done. I said, change that from a request. She said, well, the Bible says ask. I said, notice that says ask. Ask, seek, and knock. It repeats itself again. Let the blind say, I'm going to get my sight. No, let the blind say, I can see. Let the dumb say, I can talk. And the lame say, I can walk. Big difference between asking for healing and the ability to speak and the ability to walk than it is to confess that you already got it. Now, if you confess you already got it, I'll hasten my word, my fault to perform it. Do you see the difference? Oh, I do. I do. And I do believe I do believe in seeing what God places in your heart. I do believe in that that God has a place for uh, for us to prosper because we are His children. I believe He is He wants us to prosper in health. I believe that um, be in good health even as your soul prospers. Yes, ma'am. I yes, agree absolutely. with you. Absolutely. I do believe that with all my heart, and I believe that, you know, it all becomes, it, it all comes from him. I believe that oh, okay. it all well, comes uh, from him. Now, say, well, well, I, I understand. Him, him is the male aspect of the deity. But remember, we're made in the image of the creator or the divine the essence. female also. There has to be a male movement and a female receptive creative aspect Ooh, yes. in order for there to be a Shua, a manifestation. So when we consciously catch the thought, see, because prayers are like birds flying through the air. Uh, the right bird comes along, you reach up, and you snare it and pull it down and make it operate. Okay, as such, once the idea, the concept comes to me, I now work out a way to say that 
to the subconscious mind in my prayer. Prayer is a word piranha or pyronic aspect, and you're talking about a higher state of frequency in matter. And uh, as such, when you do that, you then start moving the holy place, subconscious mind, which you might call the vagina. Now, as such, all of a sudden now the candlestick, the showbread, and uh, the altar of incense, three aspects of the furniture. There's three sensitive areas within the vagina, just like there is in the subconscious mind. Now, once you get to a certain place, you can go beyond the veil of limitation at opportune times. Uh, Abraham, I'll visit you and Sarah, Sarah, at the opportune time, and thou shalt have a child. So we know that there are times, a time and a season for everything given unto heaven. There are more opportunistic times than there are at other times, not to say that you in an inopportune time cannot cause that inopportunity to wiggle and wave. Like uh, if I'm out on a sniper spot and I feel a sniper is tagged onto me, I can feel his vibration. Now, all I have to do is make him miss. See, and that was something that was taught at group um, at Bragg. But um, a lot of that stuff, um, let me tell you, that's just not really talked about clearly in, in you know normal circles. And most preachers, again, normally do not fully teach that. But... Uh, Here's why he said depends what the definition, okay. He was speaking code of what is, claim it. In a sense, that's correct. Um, claim your want. Well, if I claim it, my want, I better make sure I do not state it as a want to um, or a desire to. I state it as a, I already have. And then yeah. it can manifest. Uh, yeah, the woman in the red dress. There's a lot of truth to that. So if you look in the Egyptian hieroglyphics, you'll see a pharaoh and the high priest, and then you'll see two or three or four high priestesses. And uh, oftentimes they'll be wearing a white-looking dress. It's similar to saying that they're wearing their divine self. And then you'll see one of them, and uh, she'll have a... Uh, a ribbon, a red ribbon going down the front of the dress and right and left. Well, you'll hear uh, Melania wore a particular bow, and they said, God, she's wearing a pussy bow. <laughs> well, that's correct. That's what she was doing. But that's what the symbology was saying in the Egyptian hieroglyphics. It was saying that she was at a preparatory time and that that was a time of the elixir uh, that could be gathered. I mean, all kinds of things there, if you understood the concept. <laughs> Your time, yes, my sir. time. Grace is wrong. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Two bags, bull. <laughs> yes, sir. And when you were talking about, uh, you know, we have to speak it as it is already. And That's it. You, That's it. You, you have people... Yes. Yeah, you, they have people that you hear them talking about. They go get these dream catchers. What do they get? The, what do they symbolize? They're catching. Oh, okay. Their, well, uh, now thought. you're using a different. You're using a different concept. Uh, that's an individual that has probably been taught the dream, like dreamscape. Um, in dreamscape, we found that we could step into a person's mind 
and find out what their fears were, and we could amplify that fear and get them to face it in the dream state, and uh, you could scare them to death and they'd have a heart attack. Or you could uh, program the dream. Father, I thank you that you have given me the answer to the solution. I'm going to lay down tonight. I'm going to sleep in divine rest and perfection, and I will open and be open to the divine mind, and uh, you will teach me and reveal to me and show me exactly what I must do in order to manifest uh, this particular desire or uh, manifest a solution to this situation. So they'll go to sleep, and they'll have the dream. Remember Dream Project, Conscious Dreaming? Uh, And um, that's what the dream catcher is. They're making a physical sigil, um, something like what you might call sympathetic magic, that will coincide with the desire of their prayer. And uh, that dream catcher is symbolizing a net that it's catching. Okay, it's a circular dream catcher, right? Yes, it is. Isn't that a zero? Isn't that yes, the wound? It is. It's the wound. <laughs> I mean, listen, uh, Jordan Maxwell is correct. He says it in such a way he blows people away. But he said, folks, I'm here to tell you, when you go looking in the Old Testament, you're looking at sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> and you, it's true. It really is true. But you, you have to be careful how you tell people because, man, it just blows their underwear off of them. You know? Yes. Well, the system, you know, the churches and the people, the so-called uh, governmental systems, they what they do they make it a taboo and they you know they make people afraid of it when that is actually they where they that. get their answer from okay the same thing like sex see they've made sex a taboo let me tell you something if there was no sex there'd be no people out there for the divine mind to incarnate into right so it can't be bad. He said, be fruitful and multiply. If you're going to be fruitful and multiply, if you're a pear tree, we're going to look for pears on you, and we're going to see seeds in those pears, and you're going to be able to multiply. Just like right now, I'm taking seeds and starting seeds preparation. Uh, excuse me. To start an Asian pear. And once I've got two or three of them, hey, I've got an orchard because I'll create them from one pair. Now, the same thing occurs with, let's say, uh, uh, Moringa, which is also called the Moses uh, tree, the Lazarus tree, the resurrection tree, and the tree of life. And uh, it has certain unique abilities that cause healing. And so uh, I use that same process, and uh, it's like with grafting. I use a scriptural process of grafting uh, to change or alter, let's say, a peach tree, a pecan, or something like that, and I teach the children how to do that. And then I teach them in the process of how to do this physically, that this is a mental, spiritual application that I'm really teaching them, but yet one that they operate in physical matter. And, uh, wow, man, they catch it every time. Sex is sacred. Now, you said something unique when you said that word sacred. Sacra. Sacrococcygeal. Sacrococcygeal. So, 
there is a particular mechanism under the holy bone, and uh, the holy bone is fused together, and it's at the base of the spine. It's like a, a little hand back there that's cupped, and that cupping is where you call the cave. And so, Moses, I'm going to put you in the cleft of the rock. So the rock is the, the aspect of divine law. Hey, that's the woman. Yes, I'm going to put you, you in the cleft of that rock and put my hand over you because you can't see my face and live. You cannot see it before it gets here except in your mind. And yes. so when I pass by, you will see my glory, and that glory there is the word power. So if oh. you understand the process, you can do anything. But they're not going to teach you this in the local Pentecostal church. I'm just telling you right now, don't even worry about it. I don't care if you put in $500 in the plate when they pass it. They're not going to teach you that secret because 99 and nine-tenths of those men and women do not know the principle. He was in the cleft of the rock, and he could only see his hinder parts. Well, hallelujah. He got to be behind her. So if yes, you, I have a set of voodoo masks that come from Benin, Nigeria, an, ab, an absolute temple, and one of them is a symbol of uh, Anubis, Anubis, who taught Isis to add five days, well, five senses, how to control them. That I prayed until I seen a hand the size of a man's hand, you know, five fingers on him. He was teaching him, and I got five smooth stones out of the brook, and brook and water, you're associating it to a woman again. And, uh, Man, I can get excited teaching this because people were waking up when you start telling them. And if yes, you can draw enough of a picture for them without them being offended in their own thinking process and they can grasp it, they ain't going to get away from the thought idea. They may war with it for a little while, but after a while, that war in itself is going to say, hey, dude, hold the phone. There's a stop sign here. And uh, they'll go to waking up. And yes, so sir. if you went up the mountain of sin, you went up the mountain of ignorance. The sin of AI, you and your rubbish pile of self-strength, but as you ascend up that mountain, you're going to gain enlightenment. And there you're going to see the divine self face to face. And that's where the Ten Commandments are, and yet there's 613. Six and one is seven, and three is nine. A ten, oh my goodness, you got the complete circle. Nine stages of completion, and the tenth stage is to go to the next level. That's why you have to have one and zero. A movement and a receptive vessel. You're damn crazy, Bob. Yes, sir. And that's why the 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 seven chakras that we have and the that serpent rises up the poles, which is the your our spine. I mean yep. yeah. Uh, but let me go ahead and get you. Let go ahead and rest. What happened is that your body has reversed that. That sickness is that uh, disease has gone from your mind, and uh, that power is there, and it's telling you to go lay down to allow your system to recover. So go ahead and go leave and enjoy yourself. Just continue to give thanks. Um, uh, OCO. See you later, brother. Yes, sir. It's nice seeing you again, brother. We love you now. Shalom, prosper, be in perfect health. Yep. But uh, see, I mean, if, if, um, I, in a, I will not normally teach this in an open situation, 
Uh, I attempted it two or three times or several times here on this call. But you have to have people that get or are able to go to that level of understanding in order for this power to go to operating in their life. And uh, once they do, though, oh, man. Um, Now, see, I've got one man that when I pray for him, uh, he levitates off the ground. He'll come six, eight inches, and he weighed about 350 when I first done it. And uh, he's down to about probably 220 now, and he still levitates, except it's easier and higher. And um, he always gets healed. They unstop the stents that they put in his arteries uh, or in the vein, whatever he had to have it in, and uh, to remove or to open up the blockage. But what happens is that it's so beyond his Baptist foundation of, of believing that um, it just scares him half silly. Uh, he, he don't know whether it's God or whether it's the devil, and so uh, uh, he won't come around me, but if I'm somewhere and he's there and he's really slick, he'll come to me and he'll talk to me, and I'll look at him because I already know what he wants. And uh, I say, buddy, uh, you want me to run energy on you? And he'll go, well, uh, yeah, 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 I do. And uh, I said, okay. And I will, and boom, it happens, and it gets healed. And then, after I've done it this last time, brother, that's been almost four years. I have not seen him again. Because it just scares the thunder out of them. See, they're taught that these things don't operate, and yet they do. Um, I'll hear them tell me, so, well, the only gift that's left is prophecy. Friend, let me tell you, there's nine of them there, and you better wake up to that. Well, I have long suffering. I said, well, what about them other eight? Fruits of the Spirit. That high priest, oh, remember, that's the impregnator. What does he have? He has a golden bell with tongues. Chinky, tinky, tinky, tinky. Now, he's also got interspaced with that pomegranate. Oh, man, that there is a woman's ovary, and yet it's got all the seeds of fertility in there, just like an ovary does. And there's some of them are painted scarlet. Uh, some of them are, are painted blue. And uh, some of them are purple for the divinity, the divine aspect of you. And they're interspersed in those golden bells around the hem of the garment where the phylactery is on that high priest. And as he goes, you ching, 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 ching. And uh, he's giving you the sound that power and the fruit of love and divine apparition of spirit yeah. is present. Yes. And so only this, after a certain period of time, the sons of Arun, uh, Arun, Aaron, dang, Double A. So he's plowing in two places with the rod of Aaron. He put it behind the veil in the, in the superconscious mind of the ark, A-R-K, A-R-C, the, the vibrational frequency of light, and it bloomed overnight. What was it? It was an Aaron branch. Dad, come, that's a symbol for a woman again. Yes, so his divine self activated behind the veil. And if you understand what you're reading in that in that Old Testament tabernacle tent in the wilderness, oh, Bubba, listen here, Moses was faithful in his house. What did he do? He observed the true pattern in heaven, the exact thing. Then he made a facsimile in the earth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As above, so below. Pretty simple. Yes. That's it, as above, so below. Oh, uh, Bubba Rubba. 
Anybody got anything in there you want to throw on the fire? Folks, if you've got a question, ask ask Brother Gary now. You know, you can type it in and he can read it. Or if you're on the phone, you know, raise your hand and let me know and I'll, you know, unmute oh, you. But, you know, now's the time to ask. That's right, because we've been burning incense for about an hour here. And when you offer the incense, they call it the incense of praise. When you say the term, hallelujah, I prefer to say it, hallelujah. What I'm doing is I'm giving thanks that it is already done, and I'm in the vaginal area at the cervix where the three rings are, and that's the veil of the temple that is being cut from top to bottom at a certain time. And if yeah. I understand that technology of the divine mind, oh, there ain't nothing I can't do. Is there anything too hard for yod hey bob Absolutely, positively not. Yeah, uh, law fans asking, is remote viewing OBE or is it something else? It's really the same thing. It's just different levels of it. And... Um, it's kind of like having a five or six speed transmission in your sports car. Uh, you you may be uh, already out of first, second, and third gear. Uh, you may be getting up a little faster and you shift into fourth. You may be uh, starting to ease into the highway freeway system and you reach up and pop five, which might be overdrive, or you might go into the next gear six and bubble hubba. I mean, that motor, uh, you don't have to have near as much effort. And uh, you get there faster, and uh, you conserve more fuel, whether it's diesel or gasoline. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. He's saying, <laughs> okay. Heard acknowledges understood. Who ya? Oops, I did not steal valor. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, this brother uh, doesn't make any difference how what order you say it in, as long as you got the package in there. I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't care if you got a box of uh, projectiles, like uh, if you're shooting a, um, uh, an Ox six O three A three, you may be shooting a hundred or sixty-two grain uh, motel uh, by Normandy or Hornady, um, and um, then you got to put uh, a good brass. And then you got to have uh, the right primer. And then you got to have uh, the right uh, amount of a certain type of powder because it's got to be smokeless so you don't tell where your position is. And two, it's got to have the right burn ratio and power implant to drive that projectile, uh, let's say that mile, a mile and a half, that you may have to step out there with that thing. And if you don't uh, have everything just right, don't worry about it. Uh, you'd be lucky if you could hit your butt with a mirror and a ball bat at 300 yards. Whereas if you know what you're doing, you might step way on out there and uh, tag somebody. Hello. Yes, sir. It says that we can boldly go to the throne of Christ. Yeah, you better. It, it, the reason you go boldly is, Jim, you know that the formula works. You yes, know that nothing shall be withheld from you. 
daily we are loaded with benefits, and there is no lack or want added to it, no shadow of turning. See, great confidence have they which know love and apply this law. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, sir. But there are many, many ministers out there that are preaching fear to tell you, you know. Brother, I can't work. I can't help them. They, they got to stay out there and they'll preach that till those people get tired of the dis-ease. And some of them will wake up. Some of them never will. The poor you're going to always have with you. There's always going to be somebody out there that's deficient in knowledge. And the people perish because they had no knowledge. And they didn't get wisdom of application or the knowledge to go with it. And they don't have the know-how of understanding or comprehension so they cannot apply prudent action to the situation. Yes, sir. I, I understand you. I know tonight's call, man. I had... I didn't have no seat belt so I could buckle myself in because <laughs> man, it was it was <laughs> I mean there's some good things come out tonight brother and man if people can just take time and get a grip oh my they talk about I had a lady tell me I, I agree with you Jim I had a lady tell me I guess it was last night she said Gary she said the thing that's wrong with a lot of these people is that they hear you teach this and the only thing they think of is that sex is dirty and that you are some kind of a strange individual because you're talking about this. She said, but if they understood what you're really teaching, she said, boy, how to do it. I said, like above, like below. If it operates that way in your head, it's got to operate that way between your legs. And um, I had a woman tell me, it was a Pentecostal woman, and uh, she became Yahweh and so forth and so on. And, uh, man, it was difficult. Um, <clears throat> she would ask me questions, and uh, finally, um, well, how do you get this? Where do you get this from? I mean, <laughs> here she'd go. I'd get the ninth degree, maybe the tenth, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, finally I looked at her and I told her, because I really liked the woman. She was a real nice lady. A good lady, I should say, not not nice, but good, and um, or a decent woman, I'll say. And um, I looked at her one day, and I said, "So and so," I said, "Tell me something. You keep complaining about me using a sexual analogy to teach you." I said, "And here's the deal." If you can't understand your ass, how in the hell do you expect to understand your mind? <laughs> That's the truth. But her mouth blew open. I mean, she could have caught flies from here to next week, you know. Yeah. But uh, they they just don't uh, uh, peach rhyme with leech. Well, I don't know, but peach rhymes with peach, and so you can uh, have a peach and prepare her by teaching, uh, because. Uh, and that peach, uh, I mean, you know, they can make a fuzzy navel out of it. They can do a lot of things with that peach if you know what you're doing. She may be a judge of peach. Matter of fact, that was a call sign on my hawk team. If you went outside and they knew you were out, you'd go to coming back in, you'd say Georgia. And somebody on the other end would say peach because if we didn't, we speaks and have ARs light each other up. And uh, we had a guy, I had to catch up, we had to fly him out on the helo one night because uh, he forgot the password. Uh, he, he'll remember next time. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man, alive. Anyway, I've enjoyed it. I hope y'all have. 
and, and if I blew your doors off too bad, please forgive me. I don't mean to hurt or harm you. Uh, but I do endeavor to get you to think, because if I can't make you move your mind, you, hallelujah, are not going to move your butt. Yes, sir. You have something to say, 318? That must be Donna. Oh, I, I didn't mean to do that. I forgot no, that. No, no, no. That's no, all right, no. honey. Hey, let me tell you, I, I, sometimes the best responses... The best Please response is sometimes are those that well, are those that came you arbitrarily. Sorry about that. Sid came in the door and asked me something, and I was whispering. And I looked down. and said, "Oh, I'm unmuted. I forgot." Um, no, Miss Paulette said, "Tells you she beeped in is one reason." Also, I was going back and forth. She had to go and get her child or grandson or someone to bed, and she said she enjoyed it. She was great, but she had jumped off a little while earlier just simply because she came in from that conference and had to get the baby to bed. So she said, tell you, she thoroughly enjoyed it. So I was afraid if you well, tried I, to talk to her. One thing about it, she can always go back and listen. I mean, um, um, absolutely. Uh, you can paint a picture over there, and if, if, if you don't like what I've said, uh, turn the audio on, and when it gets to a spot that you don't like, take a rock and throw it at that picture, uh, you know, picture of a man or whatever. <laughs> And uh, you can just throw that all day long. It's not going to hurt me one bit in the world, and it'll, it'll help you get the limitation out of your mind. But, look, I love you folks. It is uh, 2000 or 2009 hours, 8009. Uh, and uh, in case some of you are wondering, uh, they call me White Wolf, and uh, they also call me Gary Ray. The White Wolf, if you said it in a Cherokee uh, term or uh, uh, vernacular, it would be who na wa ya And um, so who na wa ya is the White Wolf. And if you go to Genesis 49, you're going to see that the faithful wolf to Jerpidelis, Benjamin, is going to return with the spoils from the battles that he or she has encountered uh, in the highway of, uh, in the realm of life. And they're going to share those spoils, that meal, that food, with the pups and with the den or the clan as a whole. And so uh, consider how they use symbols and terminology. And uh, you can do anything. Um, I love all of you. I really uh, appreciate uh, the fact that you all come and listen and uh, that uh, you participate. And Lafayette, you've become a pretty dead gum good uh, um, uh, man, quite a few got in there tonight. But anyway, uh, I've enjoyed all of you on the call, uh, Paulette, Donna. Uh, hello, Brother Steve. I know you're in the background. But, Jim, I'm going to you. You're my damn crazy ball, unless you got another question. Uh, no, Brother, I don't. I just want to tell everyone thank you for coming in tonight and participating and being part of it. I mean, it says, come let us reason together. That's how we all learn and grow. And, yeah. you know, I believe tonight's call was really a great call. And hopefully others feel that way. If they don't, I mean, they have their own opinion. But may Yava bless and, oh, well, I got to, may Yava <laughs> prosper and keep them in divine health. I take that back. Thank you. Yeah. But we love all of y'all. Yeah, okay. She did ask Gary. Hey, wait, wait ask a minute, what... Jim. That wasn't, that wasn't peach. That was preach. It's preach, rhyme with leech. 
Well, there's a lot of folks out there doing their form of preaching because they are leeches and they want your pocketbook. That's the only thing they're interested in. <laughs> but if you're looking at a peach, and see, I got Sam Houston, I got Alberta, and I got Georgia peach. Now, Georgia peach or Georgia bell, she's a white peach. Delicious. They'll get big, but if they're grown in the right soil and you got everything to them, they'll get almost as big as a softball. And the same with a Sam Houston, but it's a yellow peach. And then uh, I've got four uh, olive trees that go in tomorrow, two on either side of the road coming in. And then uh, we start putting out peaches, and we'll put the Bella Georgia white peach on one side and the Sam Houston yellow peach across the street from it. And uh, we'll put them about every 20 feet and uh, give them time and space to grow. But I love you. Jim, I'm out of here. Good night. Okay, brother. Shalom, prosper, be in perfect health. Uh, folks, thank you all for coming tonight. We really do appreciate you coming. Hopefully you come back next Sunday, same time, same place. Uh, with that, Yava keep you and prosper you, keep you in perfect health, and may all your dreams that are good, good, and very good come true. Good night, everyone. Prosperity, peace, and good success to you, law fan. Uh, hey, you're in there, you're sharp. I mean, you have come a long way, friend. You really have. And, uh, man, it tickles me to see people change by the way they word things and the questions they ask. Um, outstanding. Uh, outstanding. Jim, love you. My best to Susie and the children. Um, I'm out of here. Manana. Yes, sir. Same to you and your family. We love you now. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.